This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, July 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Ross hands over cannabis. Pollinator Coalition gets federal notice. Senate Ag Chair seeks Purdue probe and optimism on dairy dispute. CDFA parts ways with Cal Cannabis. CDFA used to handle cannabis cultivator licensing, but as of today, the state has consolidated its cannabis program from three agencies into one entity. Governor Newsom had announced in early 2020 those duties would shift to the Business, Consumer Services, and Housing Agency, but the pandemic delayed the efforts. The standalone department will have an enforcement arm and help to escort growers through the regulatory maze of legalization, according to CDFA Secretary Karen Ross. It has been an honor to work with the talented, dedicated Cal Cannabis professionals who have worked so hard to stand up a brand new program to support a newly legalized industry these past five years, said Ross. CDFA has approved more than 7,000 licenses and will keep the Appalachians and organic programs. Almond Board briefs Congressional Caucus on Pollinator Coalition. Congress members took an interest in California's new Pollinator Coalition last week with a briefing from the Almond Board on the public-private partnership with CDFA and nonprofits. The board's chief scientific officer, Josette Lewis, spoke with Representative Jimmy Panetta of the Central Coast and Republican Representative Rodney Davis of Illinois, co-chairs of the Congressional Pollinator Protection Caucus. The representatives heard how the coalition represents agriculture, putting its best foot forward, Lewis said. Given the crucial importance of pollinators to food production and to ecosystems, it's essential that agriculture be a part of the solution. According to the board, the coalition serves as a strong model for collaborative conservation and an example of effective environmental alliances. But on that note... A coalition of 14 congressional Democrats are urging Interior Secretary Deb Holland to have the Fish and Wildlife Service list the monarch butterfly on an emergency basis under the Endangered Species Act. According to the law firm Nosman LLP, the service has not signaled whether it will act on the letter sent Tuesday. If it does, the butterfly would be listed for 240 days. The western population has recently plummeted to just 2,000 could face extinction. House Approps passes $26.6 billion FY22 bill for Ag Department. The House Appropriations Committee approved a funding bill yesterday for the Agriculture Department that would boost its discretionary spending by more than 10% to about $26.6 billion, including hefty amounts for research and development and climate change-related programs. The increase of about $2.8 billion in the Ag Department's budget is critical as we work to tackle hunger, lift up rural communities, rebuild public health and safety infrastructure, confront the climate crisis, and foster greater equity. That from Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Rosa DeLauro in a Democrat from Connecticut speaking yesterday. The bill passed by voice vote, although Republicans said that as a non-defense measure, the spending was simply too high. Representative Tom Cole, an Oklahoma Republican, said the bill, quote, based on a funding framework that does not have bipartisan support. If we want to fund good things in this bill, we've got to adjust funding levels. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Stab it out. 
Purdue ADM deal deeply concerning. Senate Agriculture Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow seeking a federal ethics investigation into a business deal between former Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue and agribusiness giant Archer Daniels Midland. The Washington Post reported this week that Purdue, in early 2017, purchased for $250,000 an ADM soybean facility that was worth millions. In a statement, Stabenow called the report, quote, deeply concerning. She went on, I've already called on the Office of Government Ethics to review the situation and believe that they should expedite their efforts and coordinate with the Department of Justice, the Department of Agriculture, the Inspector General for the Department of Agriculture, and other relevant federal agencies to get to the bottom of this. A former spokesperson for Purdue issued a statement defending his conduct. Purdue didn't report the transaction, but according to the statement, he didn't have to. He had restructured his assets into a new trust in which he had no ownership interest and was not a trustee, the statement said. ADM officials told the Post that the company could not find another buyer for the facility. Brady optimistic on USMCA dispute settlement. The U.S. complaint that Canada's misusing dairy quotas agreed to under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement is just one of several disputes that have cropped up in the first year of the trade pact. But Texas Representative Kevin Brady, the top Republican of the House Ways and Means Committee, said he's confident that the dairy issue will be worked out. I think that while there are challenges, I'm optimistic that because of USMCA, we can work through this is a way that affirms rigorous enforcement and in a way that moves all countries forward, Brady said during a celebration of USMCA's first anniversary yesterday. The U.S. requested a dispute panel in May to challenge Canada's operation of dairy tariff rate quotas that it agreed to under the USMCA. The U.S. alleges that Canada is manipulating those quotas to block the entry of high-value products like cheese that the U.S. wants to sell to Canadian buyers. Appropriators target Chinese land purchases. The House Appropriations Committee yesterday approved a fiscal 22 spending bill for USDA and FDA after adopting a GOP amendment designed to prohibit China from buying up U.S. farmland. The amendment, offered by Representative Dan Newhouse, a Washington Republican, and adopted by voice vote, is likely to be changed eventually. Some Democrats said the issue of foreign ownership of ag land needs to be examined more broadly, and Democrat Representative Grace Ming of New York also said she feared it would serve to make Asian Americans the target of racist attacks. Newhouse said that he, Ming, and Appropriations Committee leaders are committed to working together on the issue. Here's today's He Said It. There's no Republican thermometer, no Democratic thermometer. That Governor Newsom on the record heat of the Pacific Northwest and the need for federal resources to address climate change in a discussion with President Biden yesterday about combating wildfires. Well... That's Daybreak West for this Thursday, July 1st. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nelly.